we're going to get started here in the book of Matthew. Let me get there as well. And, uh, and we'll start by uh, picking up where we left off yesterday. We were talking about yesterday, part one of weapons of our warfare and weapons to win and succeed in life, spiritual weapons that we use to succeed. We're going to continue that today. I've got a couple more uh, weapons that we can use. Uh, picked up yesterday to recap yesterday was prayer and fasting. That was one weapon. Um, you can pray and you can fast separately and prayer is spiritual and there's an element of spiritualness to fasting as well. But when you combine uh, prayer and fasting together, uh, there's uh, powerful elements to it that can dynamically change you. Uh, you don't really move God. God's made himself available, all the power, resources, uh, um, skills and talents, everything that you need has been made available to you, but it allows us to tap into that resource when we pray and fast and position ourselves better to be able to tap into those things. Amen. So, um, yesterday we talked about prayer and fasting. If you haven't, uh, if you didn't listen to that, go back and listen. You can listen on the YouTube page. It's not on the podcast channels yet, but you can listen on YouTube. Um, and, uh, It'll be great for you. So, but today we're going to go into the next point. So you can open with me. I've got multiple scriptures today, but we'll just use one of them. Matthew 11 is where we'll turn first. Uh, and we'll do this, the next tool, the next weapon of our warfare. We're are in context. Um, we're reading out of, um, we've been reading out of Romans um, and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Let me read that scripture to you as our uh, our core scripture, I guess you could say. But good to see everybody this morning. Thank you guys for joining. I appreciate you being on. Be sure to comment and let me know that you're on with me. I'll give you a nice shout out for joining me on the show. Thank you, Lord. Let me pull up the chat here. Glory to God. Well, have you had a good week? Let me know in the comments if you've had a great week, if anything great has happened for you so I can celebrate with you and we can carry on here. Thank you guys for liking, sharing the post on Facebook. If you have one, take a screenshot, uh, you know, post it, tag at get up with God. If you're not subscribed to the page, um, then the, um, I won't be able to see that you tagged it. So you've got to subscribe to the pages that you tag or I won't be able to see it. Um, you know, that's that's part of social media and things like that. But anyway, thank you for everybody that does that. But good morning to everybody. I see you guys on this morning. Brother Randy, good to see you this morning. Thank you for joining. Appreciate you being on. It is a God morning. Amen. Glory to God. Miss Holly, good morning to you. Be safe on your way to work. Thank you for joining. Appreciate you being live. Miss Ruth, good to see you. Thank you for joining, Ruth. It's good to see you. Mom, good morning to you. Thank you for joining as well. Appreciate you being on. Jared and Mandy, thank you guys for being on. I love you guys. Appreciate you both. Great to see you. Andre, good morning. Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for joining. Miss Rosina, thank you for joining. I appreciate you being on. Barbara, thank you for joining. Appreciate you being on, Barbara. It's wonderful to see everybody on this morning. Claudette, thank you for joining. I appreciate you being on. Miss Victoria, it's good to see you this morning. If I miss you, I apologize. It either hasn't got to my live chat. I'm using a software, so it may take longer to get to my software than it does to get to 
um, on the live chat on YouTube. But if I miss you, I'll see you in just a minute. But God bless you. Thank you for joining. If you're watching, you haven't commented. Thank you for watching and joining. And I'll thank all the partners as well. Um, you can see we're upgrading the studio. We're making things look better. Um, you know, the studio does look great. It, it, we got great lighting. We're upgrading some things, the equipment. So we've got more space in here. You know, I share this space. Uh, this is a shared space. My wife works out of here and, and I work out of here, but um, we, I also, this is my studio. So I've got lighting and all these different things and I'm working on tightening a lot of that up. It'll um, kind of tighten the lighting up and you can see we're upgrading a lot of things. So I, I say all that to say, thank you for partnering with me and believing with me and believing in me and everybody that does. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Billy, good morning to you. Good to see you. Thanks for being on, man. Appreciate you. Miss Victoria, if I didn't say hi, good morning. Good, it's good to see you. Thank you for joining. Appreciate it. It's good to see you guys. Thank you so much. But God bless you. And let's start this. Uh, our core scripture that we've been reading is 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Um, um, the weapons of our warfare. Uh, let me just read it to you. And then we're going to go through the next weapons that we have in our warfare to win and succeed in life. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God or mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity into the obedience of Christ. Uh, let me read from the beginning of this Second um, Corinthians 10. I want to just read from verse one. Now I, Paul, myself am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am lowly among you, but being absent and bold towards you. But I beg you, that when I am present, I may not be bold with the confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as be as we walk according to the flesh. So he begins by talking about a bolt being a bold statement. That is a bold statement to uh, to get up and realize that I'm in war every day that I go in anything I do. You know, that's a bold statement, but it's not a hyper extended statement statement, so to speak, either because that's the reality of things. You're in war continually. Um, you may not see it. You may not feel it tangibly, like taste it, see it, uh, feel it, uh, um, um, or, or anything like that, or hear it be uh, like around you, but you are in a battle. Um, and even if you don't feel like you are, the enemy is in, in war and battle with you continually to, to that's, that's their goal is to pull you off track. I mean, think about this. When 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 the devil is cast out of heaven, his first uh, assignment or, or I guess you say his first operandi or his, uh, his mode of action was to take with him God's, some of God's angels. That was his goal. And he convinced them and they went. He is a deceptive, deceiving uh, being and he his goal is to deceive and decept and he can't be everywhere so he has equipped himself with how do we say this he has built a team around him that can be that is easily deceived they don't know that they're working for him or working his uh mode of action but they do you know, like, like today's media is a big part of that. Um, you know, the, uh, news outlets, a lot of the 
a lot of things that you see on social media, a lot of the things that are in front of your eyes regularly are um, planned by the enemy to deceive you, to, to pull you off track. So you're in constant war. And so I thought, you know, as we read this, I, I told you a couple, few episodes ago, we did an episode on this particular scripture, but I feel like we could, we could pull more out of it. And we did. And I want to talk, we're talking about specifically what weapons, and I'm trying to help you understand that there is a war, number one, that you're in a war, whether you like it or you're not, but to deal with the things in war, you don't have to go, you know, you don't have to be in military fatigues to fight this war. It's a spiritual war. And there's things that you could do regularly, you know, like what you're doing today, uh, studying the word, a part of that, um, reading the word on a daily basis, praying on a daily basis is part of uh, developing these weapons of your warfare. That's a big part of it. Uh, it's a huge part of it, actually. I mean, that's, that's a huge element of it because it equips you with the essential tools that you need. And yesterday, like I said, we talked about prayer and fasting. Uh, you can go back and listen to that. But prayer and fasting is an element that aligns you mentally, spiritually, physically. It aligns you with the things of God. Not that it moves God to do anything, but it moves you to align yourself with the things of God. It helps you. Number two I want to talk about today is hearing. Hearing. Turn with me to Matthew 11. Hearing. We have the a spiritual equipment to hear. Hearing. Matthew 11. We could start in verse... Um, Start in verse 11. Assuredly, I say to you, among these born of women, there is not one risen uh, greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets in the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He, and then Jesus says this in verse 15, he who has ears to hear let him hear. He who has ears to hear. So he's saying to us, now he says this, uh, I looked up the amount of times that Jesus calls into reference um, um, an actual scripture and says, hey, you need to really understand this, really hear this. He says it 15 times in the New Testament that he, there's 15 references that we can see where Jesus says, if you have ears to hear, let hear this. In other words, everybody needs to hear this. Because everybody has ears. You know, and I know there's, ex- people go immediately to the, to the exception of the rule. Well, what if you're born without ears? Okay. I, I listen, I get that, but that's not what we're talking about. Let him, Jesus is making a, a, a making a, a point here. If, if you are a human being with ears, this is reference to you that you need to hear it. And there's 15 different things. Now, my goal is to not break down what he's talking about, that he's saying, hey, don't forget this particular thing. You need to hear this particular thing. My goal here is that he's saying there's a uh, there's an ability in you that I'm communicating something to you that you need to sit and hear it and really not just listen to the words, but hear the words, receive the words that I'm telling you. This is a spiritual. Now, now I'm going to try and communicate this the best I can, but this is a spiritual power that the Christian has spiritual warfare that we're in. Hearing is a spiritual power that Christians have. Turn with me into Romans 10, Romans 10. Thank you guys for joining. Again, I, I, I see we've got people on and watching. Thank you guys so much for watching. As always, share the post, like it, share it, all the things. Uh, Romans 10. 
verse 17. You've heard this scripture before. Maybe you haven't, but it says in verse 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as a Christian, this element of hearing is the ability to develop faith. Now, even on, uh, I'm going to say a bold statement about this, but it's true. Even an unsaved person, humanity in general has the ability to not just listen, to be around things and listening to things, but the supernatural ability to hear to when you hear something, it produces an element of belief in you. This is a, this is a supernatural ability that God has, because the Bible says God has given to every believer a measure of faith. There's a measure that he's provided to us. But in this, when you hear, there's an element that produces a belief inside of you that begins to produce inside of you the ability to, uh, create a reality of something that doesn't exist. That's a spiritual supernatural ability. Well, Dylan, I hear things all the time. That's exactly true. You hear things all the time. So there's constantly an input of data, information, and things going into you that can produce either doubt and unbelief, fear and anxiety, faith and confidence. It can produce a myriad of different things as you hear it, as you sit and listen this morning and you are uh, absorbing words that are being spoken from the Bible and we preach scripture to you, faith is released in those words and then which in evident return, faith is instilled and developed inside of you. That's that cycle. That is a, that is a spiritual weapon that you can use to your advantage, not the, that you control the input but you can control what you hear and what input you put yourself around. Is this making sense? If you hear as if you're hearing, and I'm not talking about the, the five sense realm. Remember, we're not talking about the five senses here. So this spiritual weapon of hearing is not the ears to hear. In other words, if we were to, to change the, the anatomy around, say, those who have noses to smell, we're not talking about the, the sense of smell or the sense of noise, like the decibel level that enters your ear as hearing. That's not what we're talking about as a spiritual weapon. The spiritual weapon I'm referring to is the ability to develop upon something that enters into your spirit into your into your ear and then it there's a, a inner hearing once it passes the ear canal or that's you you've passed that point once it enters the ear canal now you've developed there's a part of your spirit being that hears something and receives something and now it can begin to develop that thing now it begins to to grow and nourish that thing it's like food as food enters your body your body reacts to that food as I start to eat different things and, and start to eat a little different on how I have used to eat, and my, I realize certain foods hold me over longer than other foods. You know, certain foods that are fatty have a higher fat content, keep me full for a longer period of time. Whereas if I were to eat something that I, like I would normally eat that's delicious and carb, you know, it's got full of carbohydrates and sugar, immediately I'm full but it doesn't last as long that that fullness doesn't last as long 
Whereas if I eat something fat, that, that whatever that entity is makes me fuller longer for a longer period of time. Same thing with the word of God. As you eat of the word of God, there's things that will make you full and keep you sustained full of faith longer for longer periods of time. Whereas if you were to eat something not nutritious to you, like you, you watching a, uh, uh, you watching a preacher versus you watching a stand up comedian or something, you're going to get immediate gratification from watching that comedian is entertaining. It's going to make you laugh. It's going to hit the dopamine center of your brain and you're going to have enjoyment in that moment. But the lasting of the empowerment behind that, there's not much there. There's not much to sustain you. Whereas the preaching of the word of God is going to, is going to develop inside of you an, an ability to, to have faith. This is a spiritual weapon, this ability to hear. Now, you don't control when you hear and when you don't hear. You are, what Jesus was, I, re, I brought that scripture up to tell you that he's, what Jesus was talking about when he said, those who have ears to hear, let him hear. He was talking about physically here. I want everybody to hear this. This is something I need everybody to physically hear so that it can get into your uh, spirit. So you can get to the hearing center of your spirit. This is a good word for you. And I want everybody to hear, but that's not the spiritual weapon. Everybody needs to hear the gospel. The spiritual weapon is when that, that you've tangibly heard something and that word goes into you and now it develops something inside of you. I mean, this can go for anything as you hear news and the talking bobbling heads on Fox and CNN and any different station, whatever the case is, there is, it's not faith that's instilled inside of you, but there is an element of hearing that, that instills either fear, uh, anxiety, nervousness, um, dilemma on the inside of you, because that hearing center, that weapon that you have is very receptive to whatever is coming around it. So it's going to develop. So you can use this weapon as within the warfare of life to win. If you're cautious about what you hear and what is put on the inside of you, it's extremely important. It's extremely important. And, and what Jesus, I brought that reference up because there's things that Jesus was communicating on a regular basis. And he said, now I've said this and he'll say, he would say whatever the thing is that he was going to say, like we read in Matthew 11. And then he says, if you have ears to hear, you need to hear this. This is not something I just want you to, to brush off, but hear it and receive it and develop upon it. He, every, every person needs to hear it. He wanted everybody to hear it. He wanted it to be proclaimed and to be heard by many. And so there are elements today of the word being preached that, and look there, I know there's people that watch my show that don't go attend my church. They may have another pastor another, and they just use this as a morning devotional, which is great. But your pastor is the God sent profit for your life, for your individual life. And so when you hear things that are preached on a Sunday, Wednesday, uh, whatever days you have service, those messages can be likened to what Jesus said. Those who have ears to hear, let him hear. Everybody needs to hear this. If you have, it could be better. Jesus could have said, I'm not changing what he's saying by, by paraphrasing it this way or amplifying it this way. Those who have eyeballs or let me use a different thing. Those who have 
uh, arms, legs, head, shoulders, knees, and toes need to hear this. He was basically saying every person that has the ability to hear, let him hear. Every person that is in existence, let him hear this thing. Same with when you're pastor. Pre- That's why it's so essential to have a church that you t- you attend and you go to. You know, and I'm not wild about the online thing, but if that's all you can do, you need to attend regularly and make that a part of your life. If that's all that you have the ability to do, commune with us when we take communion, offer and give when we give, you got to do it online, do it online. You, if we stand up in church and our pastor asks us to stand, you stand, dress up. Well, Dylan, I'm just in my house. I don't need to dress up for anybody. Precisely. You dress up for God in the first place. I don't care what anybody thinks about me, but that's the essentialness of having a regular message preached to you. And that's why on a weekly basis, I hear so many, I hear from so many people on a weekly basis that, that don't watch this show live, like six in the morning. That's a huge ask. The fact that we have 15, 20 people in the morning watching the show. Wonderful. Thank you. I hope we grow to a hundred and then, you know, 500 and then a thousand at six in the morning. That'd be what there's plenty of people up. I know that we just have to get the word out. That's the big part of this. But I, 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 I hear from people regularly that they hear this message regularly and it helps them. This is what you need from a pastor though. Because that pastor is going to deal with elements in today's society. He's going to deal with things that pertain to your life. He's going to deal with things that um, that you have having ears to hear need to develop and grow inside of yourself to get to that uh, spiritual victory in war so that you can have the natural public victory in life. Come on, this is good stuff. So number one, prayer and fasting is a powerful tool and a weapon that we can use in warfare regularly that we can use prayer and fasting. And number two would be hearing. I'm not sure that I'll get through the other two. We, um, we, I've got four, but I think three and four can tie together, but I'm not going to be able to get into, um, I'll, I'll, I'll end with number three, but then number four, I'm going to have to move to Monday. Uh, well, you tune in Monday. Commit to me that you'll tune in Monday. Here, number part number four. Or, well, that'll be part number three. But we'll move. I'll get the fourth element on Monday of the weapons of our warfare. But number one, prayer and fasting. Number two, hearing, hearing, and and not just hearing audibly, but that hearing center, the spiritual hearing you have inside of you that develops an element of faith or fear. It's all it develops. It's only things, only two things it can develop, and fear is equivalent to faith in the opposite that it's uh, evil. It is an evil thing. Fear, there is no fear until sin came into place. There was no fear. Uh, you know, Adam in the garden was not fearful of, of God seeing him naked until he was exposed by sin. And so fear is an element like faith because it develops a belief inside of you. That's what faith does. Faith develops a belief, a confidence in you to believe something. Fear does the same thing, but in the opposite way. Faith and fear are very uh, um, very similar in fashion and form, but faith believes God. Faith is confidence in God and his ability to do something. Um, and so prayer and fasting aligns you. Hearing uh, allows you to develop, allows you to um, receive of things that can can mature you and grow you. And number three is going to be obedience. 
Number three is obedience. Um, a quick reference about this. We, I don't have a lot of time, but uh, using, I, I would I would almost say that hearing and obedience come together because once you've heard faith and it's been released to you, there's work that has to be done. And this will go into step number four, key number four, or the fourth weapon of our warfare. But number one, prayer and fasting. Number two, hearing. Number three is obedience with what is heard. When the word is spoken to you, and faith is developed, now there's action that needs to be taken. You could say, we could say obedience is a weapon, but we could also say action or doing, you know, as James says, uh, be a, being a doer of the word, right? Um, faith alone can't do what it needs to do. Hearing alone develops the faith and develops the confidence and the ability to believe, but now the obedience has to take place. Let me give you a reference. Matthew 14. Turn with me into Matthew 14. So here we have an element in Matthew 14. We have an element of two um, of these spiritual weapons being used. Matthew 14, uh, verse 27. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. It is, it, it is I do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, said, Lord, if it is you command me to come to you on the water. So we know the story. Jesus comes walking on the water to uh, Peter and to um, to the other disciples. And uh, Jesus uh, uh, tells them not to, don't be afraid. And because uh, they were they were fearful at first because they didn't know what was walking on them in the water. And Jesus said, don't be afraid. And Peter calls out to Jesus and says, Jesus, if that is you, if it is you, because I mean, uh, apparently they weren't. You know, I never thought about that. I guess they didn't really believe it was Jesus. Um, Peter said, if Lord, if that is you, command me to come to you on the water. And and Jesus said, come, come stand on the water. So Peter, in that moment, two of these spiritual weapons took place. He, he, he utilized the ability to hear. Jesus spoke a word. It was, he said, come to me on the water. That command carried power and, and and we could maybe talk about that, that an, on another devotional but jesus's words carry power with them it's not just words that develop faith but w- the words possess power when the words go out that the that power power filled word went inside of peter peter received the word and th- this is all what happened within these two verses within verse uh within verse 28 and 29 this is what happened that word was spoken by Jesus. The word went into Peter. Peter believed the word that was spoken, right? And that that word developed faith inside of him. Now Peter used the, that our third obedience, uh, a third step of obedience, third weapon of a warfare, which is obedience to God. And he said, okay, uh, Jesus told me to come. Faith's developed. I'm ready to walk. Stepped out on the water. And, uh, and when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. All within two verses. Mir- a miracle happened. It's a miracle. It's miraculous. The substance of water, the, the makeup, uh, the, the scientific makeup of water does not possess the molecules to uh, carry the weight of a human on it. Yeah, they could. you, could, you can float in the water, but you're going to 
you know, you're not going to walk on the water where you're upright standing. It doesn't have that much buoyancy to it. So all within this moment, we see hearing take place where Peter heard the word. Jesus spoke the word, but Peter heard the word and that word went inside, developed faith. And then that faith produced immediately after his obedience. And this is a weapon of warfare. Let me close with this. This faith and obedience can save you from so many problems and God speaks to you very quickly. And when he speaks to you, uh, sometimes you need to write it down. Sometimes you need to, you know, and a lot of times it's not going to be in a whirlwind of, uh, you know, papers flying everywhere and, and the shutters moving on the walls and, you know, pictures flapping up and down. No, a lot of times it's just a quickening where the Lord reminds you of something and you go, oh, I, I really should do that. And now you have a moment to take action and do it or not do it. Or you're, you're hearing the word being preached and something's coming up in your spirit about something, write that thing down. And then there can be, uh, there's faith released with the word being preached. So there can be action taken behind whatever that thing is. There's power behind that. This will save you from a lot of dilemmas and brokenness and missing God and uh, missing things in life, missing opportunities in life. This will save you from these dilemmas. If you'll begin to hear and be obedient. That's why I said those two, even though they're two different weapons, not like prayer and fasting, those kind of go together in terms of our weapons of our warfare, but hearing and being obedient with what you heard is a key ingredient to having success in our, in a spiritual war that we're facing on a regular basis. Jesus came to give you hope and life, a better future, better life than you have. He said, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. So it encompasses everything, spiritual, happiness, peace, emotionally, but also on the other side, health, wellness, uh, prosperity, and in, in, in terms of prosper, prosperous in your health and your wealth, your finances, every, it encompasses everything. It encompasses everything. Jesus came for life, to give you life while you're here, so that you can be a light. Life so you can be a light to others. 